Hi, I'm Jamie. Hi, I'm Kelly. And this is the Body Smart Podcast. And today we are talking about the best exercises for fat loss. So what is the best exercise for fat loss, Kelly? Well, I don't want to dive straight into that (laughs) because why would I? But I would want to start with why, why are you looking for the best exercise for fat loss? Well, most people are going to say it's they've got a very strong belief that they need to exercise in order to lose weight. That mm-hmm. is the belief that people have. I exercise, I go running, I do some cardio, then I'm going to be able to start losing weight. That's the belief that people have. Yeah, but it's not necessarily true. No, because we know if you eat too many calories, it doesn't matter how much you exercise, mm-hmm. you're still not going to be able to, to lose weight. And this is where people can get a really big negative association with exercise is like i'm doing all this exercise as a punishment to try and lose weight and i'm not losing weight like screw exercise why should i do it yeah and actually i think often people feel hungrier when they exercise well you do yeah you know your your physiology will change and you will feel hungrier after a, a workout so if you go and do an exercise session and burn three four hundred calories you'll probably be like hungry off the back of that and probably eat those three or 400 calories and it's almost like kind of you know counteracted in that sense mm, and almost that feeling of like i deserve to eat this food because i've just yeah. gone and gone and worked out so it, it can for me i hate it when people talk about exercising for fat loss mm-hmm. because I, I i want them to be able to exercise because of the benefits of you know, yeah. exercise, the fact that it makes you feel great, the fact that it's great for your mental health, mm-hmm. the fact that it, it helps you to become a person who is resilient and that yeah. can work through, you know, when things are a little bit uncomfortable and you mm-hmm. have to push yourself. The things that it gives you is just insane. And it really shouldn't just come down to, well, I ate a donut, so I, you know, I need to, to work out. Yeah. And, that's the kind of relationship it builds and people get into that real kind of space of feeling like they have to work out because mm-hmm. they've eaten a particular food, which is a really unhealthy place to be, yeah. but also feeling like they have to work out, like you said, because they have to, you know, that's how they lose weight. Mm-hmm. And it's just not true. No, it's just not true. And it's, you know, like, like you said, um, like for me, like burning calories is not even on the agenda of reasons why I exercise. Mm-hmm. It's because it makes me feel better. It makes me sleep better. I have more focus. I have more energy. I can think more clearly. Mm-hmm. I show up as a better person. I feel physically strong, mentally strong. It's got all of these. It's a great way of me de-stressing. Like not once have I mentioned calories here, like burning calories from exercise is like the almost the last thing that I'm doing it for. And you could say, well, that's because you're not trying to lose weight, Jay, and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah, you know, there is that true, but I'm focusing on all the things that exercise can can give me in so many other ways other than just losing weight. And I think most people hyper-focus on exercising for the weight loss and the calorie burn mm-hmm. versus forgetting like all these amazing things that you can get from uh, moving your body on a consistent basis. And it's really just the the tip of the the pyramid of, you know, in ways that you are going to, you know, burn mm-hmm. calories, it's actually not very effective. You don't really burn a great deal of calories. Not as many as people think. No. Yeah. So, so. You, you slog it out in a workout and think, oh, that, that must have been a bunch. Or you're looking mm-hmm. at your activity tracker, which is hugely inaccurate, and yeah. then deciding you deserve that mm-hmm. donut or five. Yeah. I mean, it, it's still, and it's very like, common language that a lot of people will use. So, you know, like about two months ago, I went for a hike. Uh, with, a, with a group of people or a group of friends and um everyone's like oh we've worked so hard we've earned this like mm-hmm. we can eat more and it's like i was just trying to explain like hey you've probably burnt you know 
all different amounts prefer, you know, your size, height, weight, muscle mass. But probably everyone is maybe burnt like four to 700 calories on that like two hour, two hour hike. And then like, if you just like instantly like, oh, I've worked so hard, so I'm gonna have a, a big roast dinner, and I'm gonna have a dessert, I'm gonna have this. It's like, you just knocked back two and a half thousand calories mm-hmm. because you quote unquote deserve it because you've worked so hard. And it's that, you know, education piece that's maybe missing there sometimes that can throw people out of whack. Like I'm working so hard and I'm doing all this work in the gym, mm-hmm. but then I'm, I'm, I'm not seeing results. So I'm even gaining weight. And it's like, how does that compute? And it's like you just said, you don't burn as many calories as you might think. Mm-hmm. I mean, walking is the epitome of calorie burn and you know just being outside and moving your body yeah moving in in any way burns mm-hmm. way more calories than going to the gym for 30 minutes 60 minutes yeah so you, if you want to like try and it's like what you're doing the majority of the time matters more than the minority of the time so like you can actively choose to move more and get your steps up which is going to have a, a much bigger impact on your overall calorie burn for the day and the week versus like if you look at the minority of the time if you exercise three let's say four times a week for 60 minutes that's four yeah it's four hours over the course of the week and because i'll probably know this how many hours in a week 120 something yeah he'll, he'll check <laughs> but you know it's like it's a small amount of time that yeah you're moving you're moving more intensely but then if you just don't do any other movement for the rest of the day or the rest of the week you know it just doesn't compound as much as maybe moving your body on a daily basis by getting a walk in or setting a step goal yeah for sure and I, going back to the what is the best exercise question, mm-hmm. what is the best exercise? So it's it, so we got to look at like if you want to lose fat, not weight, because there is a difference. When you are looking to lose weight, you're you're gonna you you most people are gonna want to maximize fat loss. So the ways that we can maximize fat loss is to make sure that your your body has a reason to hold on to muscle, and the way it will have a reason to hold on to muscle is to make sure you're doing consistent full body resistance training because mm-hmm. your body has a reason now to hold on this. And then when you look at the ratio of weight being lost, it's going to sway much more in the fat loss than weight loss, where it could be a combination of fat and muscle. So doing full body resistance training at least twice a week, even if it's just for twenty to thirty minutes is a great way for your body to have a reason to hold on to the muscle when you're losing weight. Mm-hmm. So that's one part of it. Resistant training isn't the most high highest calorie burn per session. Uh, you're going to burn a lot more calories doing something like cardio. Mm-hmm. So you can burn a lot more because you're actively moving for, say, let's say, you say you've got 60 minutes of lifting weights. You're going to probably do a set, rest, maybe sit down. Scroll on your phone. Walk around, <laughs> yeah. And then you'll do another set. And even though your heart rate might like sort of peak when you're doing that, you know, it's you and you know, peak and sort of trough, it's not going to be as consistent as maybe being on a treadmill and running for 60 minutes or a cross trainer and moving for 60 minutes. You've got a much more consistently higher heart rate, so you'll burn more calories. But again, when we kind of zoom out, for most people, if you're exercising three to five times a week, maybe five to 10% of your total calorie burn for the week is coming from exercise. So it's, it's still such a very small percentage and if you want to like we said maximize fat loss over weight loss you're going to want to make sure you're doing resistant training and then if you really wanted to ramp up the amount of calories that you could burn you would look at doing you know cardiovascular stuff mm-hmm. but we're not doing it for the calories we're not doing it for the calories <laughs> yes <laughs> we're not doing it for the calories. yeah yeah and I, I always go back to this age-old question of why are people going into you know asking about weight loss and fat loss mm-hmm. and asking what the best is yeah. because let's be honest you're not doing the basics consistently mm-hmm. why are you asking for the best 
Because if you're already struggling to do the basics consistently, in what world are you going to be able to consistently do the the absolute best yeah. optimal thing? And we just get trapped in this mindset all of the time of it has to be the best because I want mm. these big, huge results. Of course, and yeah. if I don't do the best thing, I'm not going to get those big, huge results. Mm-hmm. But we know that it doesn't last and people yeah. can't keep it up because like I said, you're not doing the basics consistently mm-hmm. and therefore you're not going to do the big stuff consistently. Yeah. So I, I, my first sort of response to anyone that asks for the best of anything is I just want them to reflect on why that they are asking for the best exercise mm-hmm. because you don't need it. You need to do the basics over and over and over again. Boring, unsexy basics, I'm afraid to yeah. say. Um, and you need to be able to do them consistently because it's going to take a deal of time to get the results you want. Usually it's 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds plus that mm-hmm. people want and, and feel they need to lose. Yeah. That's not going to happen in a, a really small period of time. Mm-hmm. So if you can't keep doing the absolute best exercise and the ac- absolute best exercise routine, yeah. you're not going to get there. Definitely. And one of the key traits that's shown for people who lose weight and keep it off is that they continue to exercise. So if you're looking at the best and the most optimal way of moving, maybe you can do that for a short, sustained period of time, but can you do that for the next 50 years of your life? Mm-hmm. And they're like some of the bigger questions to be asking because you don't want to fall into that trap of losing weight, gain and weight, losing weight, gain and weight. So finding a strategy where you can find a way to exercise on a consistent basis is, is fantastic. And I think a lot of people have, you know, a belief that like they should enjoy exercise um, and what you'll tend to find, especially if you're new to exercises or exercise in general, like you'll probably dislike it. And mm-hmm. it's going to come down to the fact that it's probably because you're not very good at it. And maybe the relationship you've had with exercise in the past has been quite negative. So you've, you, you're fighting against two uphill battles there in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And often that means like pushing through that pain, starting to exercise, starting to get more skilled at training starting to see the results that you want and then you can start to reinforce more of a uh, a positive mindset and belief towards exercise that hey like exercise does make me feel good it does um play a role in the life and the goals that i want to live in terms of being a healthier person and it's going to be a key trait that allows me to lose weight and keep it off so over time you can start to to build that muscle and change your relationship with with exercise Mm -hmm. and let's be honest when you first start an exercise regime or restart it having Mm -hmm. stopped me recently um it hurts oh it's painful doms are (laughs) delayed onset muscle soreness is something it is a bitch um and that you know if you go in and do this not even a tough session listen Mm -hmm. i did like 15 12 kilogram squats times three on monday having been out of the game because i'd been poorly for two months Mm -hmm. And I was sore. Yeah. So you're going to be sore probably for a week. Probably more like a a good couple of weeks, yeah, until your body adapts and changes to it, which again, like, you know, some people are like, oh, I like the feeling of feeling sore. Most people don't. Like, it hurts to sit in the toilet and you're just like, ow. Like, you walk up Mm -hmm. the stairs, ow. And it's just, (laughs) you know what I mean? But you do, your body, your muscular skeleton's amazing and it adapts very fast. You know, after like two weeks of doing a, a consistent training plan, that will and should leave if it's not you know, it can be a sign that you're not recovering properly from maybe not getting enough sleep, maybe not getting proper nutrition, yeah, but that, that, that really does pass. And I think just a, a big part as well is, you know, if you have to look at it like a skill and you're probably not going to become like the most effective gym goer in like a week or two weeks or even two months. 
But Maybe you, even two years. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully by that point. But, you know, it, it, can, it depends how much time and effort and, mm-hmm. and, you know, mental energy that you give it. But, yeah, you, you are going to take time to progress to become more efficient. And often when we start to get, like, good at something, then it, we start to enjoy it a lot mm-hmm. more. But sitting in that place where it sucks for a while and pushing through and pushing through and staying consistent is difficult. Mm-hmm. But if you're able to persevere and get past that, you know, you will really start to reap the rewards. Yeah, for sure. And I always talk about mindset. It's like, I don't want to say it's my thing because I think it's any good coach's thing because ultimately the way you decide to act repeatedly is how you get your results Mm -hmm. and how you decide to act repeatedly comes down all the time, every single time to your mindset. And this is really interesting to me because you're talking about that skill set of, you know, people don't enjoy doing things mm-hmm. that they're not very good at. And yeah. therefore, they don't stick with any sort of exercise routine because mm-hmm. they're not very good at it to start with because it's brand new. Yeah. And I just find this such an interesting topic because, again, it comes down to mindset. Yeah. And it's, it's really odd because you watch a child trying to figure something out, like their limbs don't work how they expect them to work. And they're like, what is this shape? And you see them like trying to ram this shape into a hole that it doesn't fit in and they're not having a good like you know they're finding it really really tough but you know what they enjoy it they're enjoying that challenge of Mm -hmm. not being able to do it and figuring it out and the satisfaction when they do finally figure it out yeah you, you just watch it all unfolding and to see that parallel between children and mm-hmm. adults it just amazes me because we get stuck in this real fixed mindset and we get so used to only doing things that we know that we're good at in order to avoid failure Mm -hmm. because of any sort, you know, anything that happens in our life. If we've got a parent that praises us for a particular, you know, thing and Mm -hmm. we're not looking at the journey, we're only looking at the end result. We're continually teaching that fixed mindset and that mindset that only enjoys things when they're good at it. Mm -hmm. So, a lot of it comes down to sort of reprogramming the way your brain works and the way that you think, because then ultimately you can enjoy those gym sessions yeah. when you're like, I'm really bad at this and it feels like my limbs aren't mine and, you know, you look like a plonker. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently started CrossFit and I was I was a bit like, I'm a, I am a trainer, but how, you know, <laughs> how, how do you do a snatch? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you had that fixed mindset, you'd be so intimidated by this class of people mm-hmm. that know what they're, seemingly know what they're doing and you're there like, what's going on so if you're not sort of approaching exercise with that mindset of you know I'm not going to be very good at this because it's a new thing and of course why would would I be good yeah. at this you know it's very unlikely to stroll into something and just have that natural talent mm-hmm. but if you can work on your mindset you actually enjoy the process and guess what you are going to be then in the gym two years later because you're going to enjoy the process and I love the phrase it never gets easier because you just then work harder. Yeah, and you get stronger. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it is it's a really interesting concept when you look at children to adults, because it's it's only when we become adults we we learn to fail. Like children often just do not give up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They learn to walk. The, the examples that you were saying, they just don't give up. It's only when we become adults we learn to 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 give up on things in essence. Mm-hmm. And it's just understanding where like that mindset is like really not serving us, especially if we want to achieve, you know, parts of our, our health and wellness that are important to us. We have to almost get comfortable with failure. And mm-hmm. and also, you know, I'm like, I'm always jealous of beginners. You know, if you ever go and do something for like 
the first time, the rate of progress that you make in the beginning is wild. Mm-hmm. Like when you become advanced, like the rate of progress you make is so minor. It's just like the constant, like fine tuning of, of everything. But like going from like zero to, to 50 is so much faster than going from 50 to 100. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's that's a great place. You know, you can see continued big changes and big progress if, you know, you sort of stick through that 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 first beginner phase that feels really uncomfortable and painful yeah for sure so we've talked about strength training being sort of the the best exercise really for 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 fat loss mm-hmm. yeah if we're looking to if you were looking to lose fat and, and you want to lose weight you want to make sure you're doing at least full you know full body resistance training there is there is no there is no right or wrong way to exercise if you don't want to lift weights and, and you're not bothered and you just want to lose weight and you're doing badminton or tennis or squash or whatever you're just running like that's fine there is no right or wrong way but if you wanted to optimize for fat loss you would want to make sure you're giving your body a reason to hold on to that muscle mm-hmm. and that would be doing full body resistance training yeah. yeah so for me walking is it's key it's the most underrated form of exercise it's it really really is like if you wanted to ramp up your calorie burn more than anything else set yourself a daily and a weekly step goal mm-hmm. like uh, and i say weekly because for for you perfectionists out there you know if you have an eight to ten thousand <laughs> a, a day step goal and then like life happens and you know i just know you said you, i'm just gonna say you kid shit yourself or something <laughs> else. just like all like just all like mad stuff that happens that you just have no control mad over. Stuff. yeah mad yeah just like <laughs> i do not need this in my day right now <laughs> and it's like right well there's my walk out the window gone or with you know whatever else has mm-hmm. happened you know it's having that mindset of okay well i've done six thousand steps today instead of the eight that i had planned i'll get them extra two on another day this week and hit my step goal for the week um, and mm-hmm. so having a, a step goal for the week allows for you know a little bit of movement and adaptability because a life does happen to, to all of us who live a very busy at times unpredictable lives particularly when a child is involved <laughs> yes <laughs> definitely so let's break it down a little bit further then F- further than resistance training mm specifically if you're in the gym what kind of exercises would you benefit from most in terms of optimizing fat loss so anyone who's who's starting out in the gym wants to make sure they're focusing on the big six so these if you do these six exercises you will train your whole body Um, and that's going to be a a horizontal push and a vertical push so that's basically just some sort of chest press and shoulder press Mm -hmm. you're going to have a um, vertical pull down so just pulling anything from above your head and a horizontal row which is pulling anything towards your chest you can do all of these on barbells machines dumbbells there's lots of different variations and then for your legs you're going to want to do some sort of leg press um, which could be like a lunge squat leg press um, and then some sort of hip hinge. So that's going to be like a, a Romanian deadlift, a deadlift. If you want to do them in a the machine, in a machine, which is more of an isolation exercise, you could do like a lion hamstring curl or seated hamstring curl. That's a, more of an isolation exercise. But those six that I just went through there, there's lots of variations of the exercises. But if you do all six, you train your whole body. And it's, you know, people talk about, oh, I don't have enough time. Like you can do those six movements like two to three sets per exercise and you could do that in like 20 minutes in your house with like mm-hmm. minimal equipment so that's a really effective way of of training your whole body in a very short space of time um and obviously there's there's levels to that you can do it obviously for not just 20 minutes you can do it for 60 minutes or more mm-hmm. uh, depending on where you're at in your experience level but really mastering them them six exercises is is because they're compound movements which means you're moving two joints not one 
So if you think about your shoulder press, it's your elbow and your shoulder. You think about your squat, it's your uh, hip and your knee. You're using multiple muscle groups. So you're getting the most bang out of your buck. Like if I were to just do bicep curls, I'm, I'm just using my biceps, which are, you know, a smaller muscle on someone's frame versus I do a squat, I'm using my glutes, you know, my, my quads, my hamstrings, my calves, my core's engaged, but possibly even some of my arms are engaged. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of muscles being worked. So not only are you going to be able to build more muscle, but you're also going to burn more calories. Yeah. Very fantastic advice, Jamie Moran. <laughs> <laughs> what about then we get a lot of people that want to reduce the their tummy fat, for instance, mm -hmm. um, big bugbear for a lot of ladies. Yeah. Um, and they come to you and they're like, I've been doing a thousand crunches mm -hmm. a day and I still have got this fat on my tummy. What kind yeah. of advice are you going to give those ladies? It's it's not advice that people ever really want to hear, is it? Um, <laughs> doing, you know, full body resistance training is important. You know, training that area, definitely, and having some sort of muscle on that area is is also important. Um, so when you do strip down and lose the fat, that the muscle to fat ratio is maybe there's more muscle there, so you can appear more defined at a higher body fat percentage. Um, like someone who's got very well-developed say abs, you would see them and at a higher body fat percentage, even if they have more fat around the stomach because the abs almost push through. So building muscle on that area is important to achieve more of that tone look, but it does just come down to losing overall body fat and it will eventually come off that area. And the midsection for both men and women just tends to be an area where we we store more fat mm -hmm. um, and especially for any ladies going through perimenopause and menopause, you know, possibly going and looking and getting your your blood work done and getting your hormones tested just to make sure that if your hormones you know aren't in alignment that that's a step that you're taking because that can also have an impact in terms of where you store your body fat yeah but just to be clear doing some sit-ups is not going to reduce nope. the fat that's yeah. on your tummy because you, you can't spot reduce you can't spot you can't do sit-ups or do a core exercise and expect it to come off that area you just have to persist through get lean and if you get truly lean you will not have as much fat in that area as you would like cool anything else you want to cover I find, an, I think just a big one is like finding, if you can find some form of exercise you enjoy, it is important. It's a hack. Like that's how I look at it. So you'll get the person who goes on the Stairmaster for an hour and they'll be like, oh, I'm so disciplined. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just like, look at me. And it's just like, I didn't even wear headphones. Like, yeah, all right, pal. Like, you know, there's, there's that side of it. And then you'll get someone who goes and plays squash or I think they call it like racquetball is a similar one in, in America. Um, and someone could do that for an hour and burn just as much or mm. as, you know, more calories. And they feel like they've socialized with their friends. They've had a great time. They've laughed. They've been competitive. They probably fell over. And it was just like a bunch of, you know, more enjoyable things have happened. And that hour is flown by. Mm -hmm. You've got one person who feels like they've got to suffer and be disciplined to, you know, go and exercise. And you've got one person who's had a great time and socialized. So as much as doing like full body resistance training is good, find an exercise that you can enjoy more whether it's a group class whether it's a certain sport um is like a cheat code of of staying consistent with exercise i love the way you put that cheat code yeah it's for me personally i'm never as lean as when i'm in a netball season so you you train once a week mm -hmm. you play once a week it's really really high intensity US people out there kind of like basketball, but kind of like not <laughs> is the best way to explain it. Um, it's a UK sport, big in Oz as well. Um, but for me, when I'm doing it, you know, my lungs will be on fire. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I'm there with my teammates and I don't want to let the team down. And we're, you know, we're, we're trying to 
perform every week mm-hmm. and get better together as a squad. And, you know, there are days where I'm like, it's the last thing in the world that I want to do. Yeah. But because it's my team and my people and my girls, mm-hmm. I show up to that session. And I'm always so happy that I did. You know, yeah, yeah. once I'm 10 minutes in, it's like, this is the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. And if I wasn't here, I'd have serious FOMO. Yeah. Um, but you just don't realize what you're putting into it because mm-hmm. it's a, a team sport. Um, so I'm never as lean as, you know, when I'm in a netball season because I'm not really, although I'm like working my ass off, yeah. I'm not really noticing how much I'm working my mm-hmm. ass off. Um, so that's that's a huge one for me is if you can find a team sport yeah. or a team activity that gives that extra level of accountability that you really enjoy doing, it's mm-hmm. a no-brainer because you're yeah. going to be able to, you know, burn those calories if, if that's what you're looking to do without really noticing mm-hmm. that you're doing it. And that's like what you were coming back to before is like, you know, burning calories is the last thing on the agenda of playing a competitive sport. It's, mm-hmm. you know, playing with the team, socializing with the team, winning with the team, getting better. There's there's so many other, you know, just better parts to it than focusing on calories. And I think that can be really intimidating for, for people who are new to exercise or have not exercised. Like it's a massive step outside your comfort zone. But, you know, if you... I would say the majority of people who are in fitness or health or sports, if you are like a beginner and you go and show up, people are so welcoming. Like I would like the majority of the time, like they are. And if you have, you know, had like a bad experience, please don't like that, like put you off. I kind of say that like, you know, if like one dog bit you, it doesn't mean all dogs are bad. Dogs are amazing. amazing. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's just like, if you've had like one or two bad experiences with sports or sport teams or anything, please don't let that put you off of trying something new because you know, I know you absolutely love your netball, so um, and I and I love you know all different types of sports and being competitive. And it's it is it's so much more fun, and it's like like I said, it's a cheat code to exercise. And mm. so, you know, there are going to be parts of exercise where you are just going to have to like suck it up and just do it anyway. You know, and, and ignore the feelings of not wanting to exercise. That's an important you know trait to develop. But if you can find you know parts of it where it's just easy to keep exercising because you enjoy what you do, yeah, like you, you you've won the game. And I think the the reason you are exercising has a huge impact on how easy it is for you to show up and do it, even mm-hmm. when you really can't be asked that day. Yeah. So for me, when I'm tr- like putting it into my you know training, and I say gym training, I predominantly train at home. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I'm like in my head, I'm telling myself I'm putting in the work here. So that when I'm on the netball court, it's easier so that I'm going to get injured less so that, you know, my teammates who are relying on me Mm -hmm. are, I'm going to be backing them up and I'm going to be available for the ball because I'm not, you know, hanging off the court like, I can't Mm -hmm. can't breathe. So when I'm in that mindset of I'm doing this, I'm putting in this work now so that it's easier later and that later is really, really important to me. It's so beneficial for Mm -hmm. the, you know, the amount of, focus and time and energy that I put into that session whereas if I was doing that for fat loss as much as I want that fat loss you know it's really hard to keep taking the steps for that reason if you've got a deeper more meaningful why Mm -hmm. then every time you what you call your inner bitch is like you don't want to do that session stay on the sofa and eat popcorn Mm -hmm. that inner why is going to get you up and get you going and get you doing what you what you know will help you long term but that that moment of gratification, you have to delay it. Mm-hmm. But be- delaying it's fine because your why is deep and it means yeah. so much to you. Yeah, it's that really that like extra, like if you really want to maximize motivation, it's having like an extrinsic reason why maybe you want to get, 
you know, fitter for an event or a holiday or stronger or whatever else, but then having those intrinsic reasons why of like, I want to be healthy, I want to be fit, I want to be there for my kids, I want to show up for the best for my sports team, Mm -hmm. you know, those deeper, more intrinsic reasons why you should train, you know, if you can have both of them, like it makes it so much easier to take those steps, even when you don't want to or don't feel like it. Love it. So key takeaways, summaries. Key takeaways, resistant training is going to help you lose fat, not just weight. Find an exercise or exercise that you enjoy. It is a cheat code to staying consistent. And you're probably not always going to feel motivated to exercise. That inner bitch is going to get very loud at times, but you have to keep showing up anyway. And if you do that for a long enough period of time, it will just become a part of who you are and it won't matter how loud that voice gets.